this is Ashley Mazurik, and welcome back to the Balanced Body Podcast. I am grateful to be here to shed some more light on vaccines, and today we're going to talk a little bit about the future, uh, future of what's kind of happened recently, what's going to happen, and then is there anything that we can do? That's the question. Uh, there's always something we can do. Number one, we can share the information. We can educate ourselves. This is super enlightening for me because I didn't know all this stuff. It brings tears to my eyes uh, when I did find it out. And that's why I am extremely passionate about uh, putting this out and hopefully having as many people as possible listen to what's really going on out there. Again, it's not for just the infants, not for just children. This is about our future. This is about the Healthy People Act 2020, where it's basically the future of mandatory vaccinations are going to be out there for us to um, not be able to have a choice. Let's just put it that way. And the, basically by 2020, if we don't do something, it's going to not only be like it is in California and it is in New York where they have the Senate Bill 277, 277, SB 277, by Senator Richard Pan passed the law, the bill saying that the, the kids had to be vaccinated, otherwise they weren't allowed to be in the educational system. So they have to get 67 shots. And that is in California, there is, there is no medical exemption, no religious exemption. Luckily in New York, there is a medical exemption, but in California, nada, nothing. And what's interesting is they found and documented, there is a video showing Senator Richard Pan um, discussing with lobbyists and there's a paper trail showing that he received $95,000 for passing this law, SB 277, mandating vaccines in this state. That cannot continue on. And I, I, my wish is that it doesn't go any further and it, then it also be retracted someday in those two states. Uh, so the future, so the future of Healthy People Act 2020 saying that uh, there's going to be electronic medical records that goes to the government indicating whether or not you've been vaccinated. And if this goes into effect, we will not be able to travel. We won't be able to go to public places. We won't be able to get a driver's license, go to a baseball game, basketball, if you have not been or you haven't received your vaccine vaccinations. So originally this all started back in 1990 and it was, it was basically a nice wellness plan with 15 goals. It was all about smoking cessation, clean water exercise, which I'm completely for. I got, I started my, degree at USF in 1990, and it was all about that wellness uh, initiation, which I'm proud of. But now it's, it's gotten a little out of hand. And now the, from 1990, we've gotten to the 2020 goal of like 140 goals and 100 and, or 1,000, 1,200 objectives. And in that objective is about getting 
shots and there's about 270 vaccines in the pipeline ready for uh, that 2020 law to be uh, in effect so that adults, adolescents, children, infants, uh, pregnant women get these vaccines that ultimately take away your natural long-term lifetime immunity. And it, and it will be, the, the goal will be to basically will be taking away our right to refuse. That's, a, that's essentially what it's doing. Bill Gates donated $10 million uh, and, and called it the decade of vaccines. And the Gavi organization has spent $6.3 billion in vaccinating the world. The question is, is if our right is taken away to have that say of what goes into our body and say no to toxins being put in our body, if that right is taken away, what right do what rights do we even have then? And I feel like we then become a slave. We don't even have the right to our what we say goes in and out of our body. Unbelievable. And so basically, we'll be doomed. Uh, there'll be more autism. There'll be more ADD, allergies, cancer, asthma, sickness, um, anaphylaxis, which is severe allergies. What is it that we can do? We can make major changes. And the three major changes that need to be taken, number one, is that we ban mandatory vaccinations, that we restore parental rights uh, to, our, to be able to make our medical decisions about our own children and ourselves. And most importantly, most importantly, that we repeal the 1986 Act that basically took our ability to make manufacturers of vaccines responsible for the consequences of what they've been doing. And we create more research and find out why there's so many deaths, why find out why there's so many, so much harm done to people today and prove that vaccinations, do the research to prove that they are 100% helpful, which is not being done. So some interesting statistics. Prior to 1989, there was about 12.8% of chronic disease happening. What's chronic disease? Um, cancer, all the things we've mentioned before, autism, asthma, anaphylaxis, uh, chronic, chronic issues, Tourette's. So after 1989, the percentage of chronic disease went up to 54%. Well, as we all very well know, what happened after the, after the 1986 Vaccination Compensation Act was created, um, they what went into effect is 69 vaccines from 10 vaccines. Once the vaccinational distribution and companies were protected, they went to from 10 to 69 vaccinations that then were instilled on the CDC schedule. And the disease epidemic started in 1989 with ADHD multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, juvenile diabetes, eczema, 
speech delay, neurodevelopmental diseases. These are all the chronic diseases that came into play. So what they're saying and what I'm saying is we think that vaccinations are a part of the epidemic of these diseases. I, 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 th I do think so. Uh, you come up with your own decision. You may or may not. Um, if, if it's not, I'd like to know, you know what others would believe it is causing it. So these... So the, the, there's four companies that make all of those 72, 69 vaccines, you know, the numbers, depending on who you talk to, um, that are on the CDC schedule right now. The, these companies, all of them are convicted felons, believe it or not. Since 2009, the four companies have paid over 35 billion dollars in criminal penalties and damages and fines for so once you get past that for here's what their crimes are for falsifying science bribing doctors for lying to the public and for killing hundreds of thousands of people GlaxoSmithKline healthcare fraud paid three billion dollars um, within that, a case, that case, one case, within one case. So question is, is why is, why are they even allowed to make our vaccines if this is the history that they have? Uh, Merck, one of the companies uh, that created Vioxx, caused, basically Vioxx was for a headache but it actually caused, when the research came out, that it caused heart attacks. This Vioxx killed 120,000 people, but they kept it a secret. Merck kept the research a secret that basically validated that it was, Vioxx was causing more heart attacks than it was helping people with headaches but they decided not to say anything and they decided to sell it anyway and ultimately kill people. I don't understand why this is okay. And so no childhood vaccine has ever been through a double blind placebo controlled study. Why is the question? And why is the new target population maternal vaccines? There are no safety studies validating saying that this is okay. There's no clinical trials. And it, with that being said, why are we allowing that to happen then if there isn't any studies proving that it's okay? And, and if there's such a situation where we have timelines that are important for causing autism with the MMR vaccine, meaning they're saying hold off for nine months, hold off till three years of age, causes less incidence, then why would we even think about giving pregnant women vaccinations? And why is the CDC, Central Con Disease Control, why are they allowed to say the evidence is inadequate to accept or reject a relationship between vaccines and autism? It's inadequate. If it's inadequate, then we shouldn't be giving anything out until 
till the information or evidence is adequate. Because at the end of the day, when this child has neurological disease or problems, the liability is put on the mother, not the hospital, not the manufacturer, not the doctor, not the nurse, the mother. And what's so, what's also very interesting is, you know, we have the situation we talked about earlier where California has no medical exemption. And there was a, an interesting case with a child with cerebral palsy gotten from vaccines and the neurologist of this child, this child doctor, was trying to convince the school board system to let this child go to school and that this child could not get any more vaccines. Has a severe neurological issue, but the school board still would not allow this child to go to school because it did not get its vaccines. This is in California where they don't have a medical exemption. So, wait a minute, whoa, what? So you're saying that a school board that has zero knowledge or education on this stuff has the control to make that kind of decision even over a neurologist, even over a doctor? Mm, something don't sit right here. I think what's I think what's most disturbing as well is you know after you know 1989 they tripled the vaccinations. Hence we have this now chronic disease epidemic that initiated then. And the manufacturer companies that make these vaccines, did, if you look back and research the information, they also make the drugs, drugs that help with the chronic disease side effects. The top 20 pharmaceutical drugs companies, so they stand to make 50 billions of dollars off of vaccines but they make over $500 billion off the drugs that treat the disease and the side effects from the vaccines. Something just does not sit right. Not only that, TV networks don't show anything about anti-vaccinations, if you haven't noticed. It's because it's suppressed and the money is bought, is, is basically um, dictated by big pharma and and only promoting vaccinations, i.e. Google has become a vaccine company. I don't know if you were aware of that. I wasn't aware of it. It's part, partnership, Google has partnership with GlaxoSmithKline, which was a $700 million venture. They partnered with Merck and Basically, they, if, if you're not familiar, Google, it shuts any information that legitimizes anti-vaccination information or educates the public, shuts it down. You are not getting a hold of that information. Obviously, why? If you look at the source, it's teamed up with those companies that support vaccinations. And so Robert F. Kennedy says, there are many people from the summit that are doctors and scientists that create vaccine policy for the world that argue and admit that there are little, if any studies, long-term studies, that show the effectiveness of vaccines and understand the adverse systemic effects 
on the body. Ha, <sighs> they, they say this. These doctors and scientists are creating this and they're creating policy and they're creating a schedule to give millions of millions of people, but they don't, they don't know the adverse effects. They don't know the long term. They don't know the short term. Um, so, no, you. So, so basically, that means no one can tell you the risk profile of that product. No one can tell you, with any scientific basis, that these products can save more lives that they can then harm. But their plan is to mandate and inject them into us. So. I think that at the end of the day, we've got enough information here. I think I've said that I feel like I say the same thing over and over. And the, in the nutshell is we just want to know that our children are going to be safe and the health of our future children are, are going to be healthy and that we're not going to keep, we're not going to reach the which, which if we're on this pace right now with what's going on with the chronic diseases and the autism, they say that within, by the 2032 is going to be one in two children are going to have autism. Um, that does not look good for the health of our society and the productivity of what we will be able to do if half our population is neurologic, neurologically damaged with brain inflammation. because. I, I know, as you all have heard me say many times, when you live with a child that has autism, their, their ability to do much of anything is very, very small. Their ability to um, be uh, active in the society, to help humanity, to, to produce, to do much of anything, very limited. And there's going to have to be people to take care of these people. So it, it doesn't, that doesn't look good. So let's go back to the major changes that can be made just to conclude, just to end this series that I started. We are completion and done. And I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've gotten plenty of information. Like I have gotten plenty of information to stand behind doing whatever I can to make the three major changes, ban mandatory vaccinations, restore parental rights to make our own medical decisions on what goes into our children and doing more research to figure out uh, why there are so many deaths and why there's so much harm to children. And prove to me that these vaccines are 100% helpful. Prove this to me, tangible proof. And then also repeal this, this 1986 act that was basically doesn't allow anyone to go after the manufacturers of these vaccinations that are causing so much harm that caused uh, the vaccinations to triple. Thanks again for, for allowing me to spread the uh, education and the passion that I have for this subject. Share it with all that are interested and all that care. Maybe some they don't know that they care. Once they hear it, they will care. And um, I, I just appre I appreciate your support. 
I appreciate all the comments that I do get. I'm super thankful. It encourages me to spend hours a day figuring out what I can do to help uh, and spread this word. Uh, anyway, enjoy and thanks again.